Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit kombucha for your womb. Honestine squad link up, it's like boom. The girls be giving you vibes. Tune in, chill out, and feel good inside. Like hey, girls. Welcome back to It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. Oh, oh you and a round of applause by accident. Well, I do like a round of applause. I do love a little clap. <laughs> That's like a little fake um, live show for us. Whoa! Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Uh, so, gals, uh, if you didn't see on our Instagram, we have a fun little announcement for you all. If you're feeling like you want to do some online shopping, we are having a massive flash sale on our Teespring. So, for 15% off until the end of September, use this code S X C number four S E P. So, sexy for SEP, like sexy for September. And yeah, we want to make you looking sexier yes. in September. So, we have yeah all our shit that is on our Teespring. So, this is not the. Um, we won't take our summer stuff. Yeah, this is just on our Teespring. Um, so basically we are going to be judging that entire store up. Not everything is going to be available anymore. We might keep some key pieces. We might do the whole thing. We haven't fully decided yet. But if you've ever wanted, so uh, like one of our not ours totes, our wet and woke totes, the wet and woke hoodies, the crew neck, the cup, anything that's on that store, um, basically consider it that it might be discontinued because we haven't even decided yet to be honest and to be honest we might just take it all off because it's been, it's i'm gonna be um well it was great doing the whole doing everything with jan and yeah. getting the physical t-shirts as opposed to like you know it's kind of click and collect yeah. vibe on teespring or it's print and collect yeah um so i yeah i think we're just gonna give a total overhaul mm-hmm. and i love that about the merch that it's like get it while it's hot you know exactly so consider this to be get it while it's hot on teespring obviously we have like it's coming into autumn you know you want to get your nice hoodies i adore i'm definitely going to order uh, a another, fresh hoodie a fresh hoodie Same. i love the crew neck as well i've cropped mine and i literally live in that thing and then obviously i mean me and Lindsay are constantly grabbing each other's tote bags because we use them so much yeah, <laughs> i'm like I am i using the not arsed one today you're like no you're the wet and woke today honey. yeah no they are just so great i love Remember one day, I think we were both wearing the black hoodies. Oh, there's a flipping jet ski on the beach. Whoa. People are going wild. alert. <laughs> Isn't it fun sitting? Because we're actually swapping seats in our studio now. And Lindsay's getting the bit, the window yeah. view. I'm always like looking off over her head. <laughs> so funny. Like, ooh. But, um, oh, someone's paddle boarding. I saw that. <laughs> Hello, sexy. Okay, so we might have a little mosey down to the beach afterwards. But today um, we have Ashling O'Kelly um, oh. AOK Nutrition has come on to um, talk all things periods contraception um, just hormones in general so interesting yeah so interesting and um, yeah we just we learned loads so we were really just sitting down and absorbing all of her knowledge like so, a tampon um, like a tampon does yes with CBD oil and it's an <laughs> organic bleach free tampon 
but yeah, uh, yeah. Ashling is like so she's a local girl as well, friend of the pod through people. She um is. but she is a wealth of knowledge on everything to do with um periods, contraceptives, hormones, anything to do with that. So do listen to that. Um because um, we wanted to help you. We wanted to aid you. We're noticing that we spoke about it on X Girls. We yeah. were a little bit shady. If you want X Girls, that's where you go for the shady juicy tea. And <laughs> um, but we were talking about, you know, how we're seeing a lot of influencers speaking about periods and like normalizing periods and normalizing period talk but with that it's like it's all well and good talking about your heavy flow but what's going on behind that so that's why we wanted to wanted to get AOK nutrition on because she knows the kind of whole science and reasoning why you know you can be having a regular periods or too heavy periods or you know skipping them and how the pill can affect you and all these things and how it can affect your mood and your makeup and anxiety and depression all these things that like a lot of women that listen to us are dealing with so we want to, wanted to just offer you someone who was better than us right basically yeah, well we didn't know we learned and we love like learning with you and we're also going to get some herbs oh yeah we are gonna like we've already been talking to her about our own because Lindsay and i have kind of opposite uh cycles in a way but uh, interestingly it's the same cure so yes. we will be testing out some of the herbs from uh ashling but do listen if you've any questions or any interest whatsoever i found out i found out about her doing podcasts i didn't even know she did podcasts um because i listened to her on a podcast which i will link uh, on my instagram today in case you're also interested because that's more to do with like training and all that kind of stuff which we didn't we just talked about pure periods yeah pure dense periods so yeah go listen to that and go follow ashling as well because she has a lot of highlights so you can just just learn from this queen, our and, new yeah. friend of the pod. An hour was not enough, but uh, yeah, so it's AOK Nutrition on Instagram. And if not, here is the episode right now, girls. Enjoy. So, welcome to the pod. Friend of the pod. New friend of the new pod. Friend new of the friend pod. of the pod. Uh, Ashling O'Kelly, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for asking me to come on. Oh, we're delighted to have you on. Very happy. So, if you want to introduce yourself, you'd probably do a better job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than we will. Yeah. So, my business is called AOK Nutrition. I have a clinic in Port Marnock and I'm a nutritionist, I'm a naturopath and our whole business is kind of like looking at the body and using natural medicine to fix it. So in the last, I'd say like two or three years, I kind of just fell into loving female hormones, I guess. And that's most of what my business would be now at the moment. Um, we use, like I said, nutrition. My mum was also a herbalist. So my mom's been a herbalist like 30 years. So she kind of did it like years ago when people were literally like, who is this witch doctor? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. mad. <laughs> and so we were kind of brought up at natural medicine from like day one. And I kind of, me and her now own our clinic together. So I kind of have a good background because we were kind of brought up with it. And then I obviously went and trained in it myself. Deadly. I heard out of you first, actually. Well, I, I think I followed you on Instagram, but I listened to a podcast with a trainer in my gym, uh, Adam. And I actually listened to it because he kept sharing stories like of people like screen grabbing the thing, being like, I learned more about this, more more about my period in this than I did in school. So I was like, okay, I've got to listen to this shit. And I was literally like jaw on the floor, the stuff that I learned. And I would even consider myself like kind of woke around some of the stuff, but Mm. there's actually like, it's such an, like, it's a topic that a lot of people don't know a lot about, I feel. Yeah. And I got that from a lot of the questions we got, which we'll get into later on. Yes. Yeah. So... What we like to talk, I mean, we've got so much to cover today on hormones, periods, everything. My favorite topic. I know. I love the And I'm yeah. on my period. And, like, and so I'm ovulating. So okay. And I'm due my period. I'm due my period. So we all the are trilogy. phases of the cycle, yes. which we'll learn about today. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, yeah, I think 
for sure our Irish women do not know or really even care to know to look into um their cycle and what it means and you know I find like even through talking to my friends they can be like oh this is going on with me this month and oh I just randomly didn't get a period and they won't look any further they'll just be like oh oh well brush it off and I do do that myself as well mm-hmm. um so I thought it would be really good to be able to like learn more so we can kind of like understand more because that's like knowledge uh, well what's the we're saying what <laughs> not knowledge is wealth knowledge is we power. have a problem with um sayings we always sayings. we start them and then we don't know how to we're finish like, them as they say <laughs> knowledge is wealthage <laughs> knowledge is great to be knowledgeable fantastic so first i want to talk about we'll open up i was looking at your instagram story the other day and you were talking about natural cycles as contraception yeah um can you give us an overview of what that is? Because I don't think, I watched your story and I was like, oh, so interesting. But I don't think, Lindsay, you know as well, do you? Of the, like, actual tool. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was thinking yeah. of getting one a few years ago. Ah. When I was vegan, that was, like, the kind of, all the vegans were oh, using. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the temperature thing where you yeah, kind of, like, yeah. blow into it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There is, when people, when I said, like, contraceptive, people always think, like, the pill, the marina coil, the copper coil. People don't actually really realize that you can also just be off all contraceptive and still use your own cycle as a natural contraceptive. So when I tell clients, there's only six days of the year you can actually, or six days of the month you can get pregnant. People are like gobsmacked. Like they didn't, people don't realize that. So natural cycles works by, God, it actually sounds like an ad or something. Natural cycles works. um, It works by tracking your your body temperature. And what will happen is once you ovulate, your body temperature goes up. Okay. So you're meant to take your temperature every single morning at the same time. The app is really smart. Like it's not just like, you know, like a period app that you track that kind of way. Like it has like an algorithm. It's gone through like clinical testing, like the it's FDA approved. So it's not like it's just like me being like, check your body temperature and you know, this yeah, kind of thing. So yeah. the app is smart, it knows. And I said on my Instagram the other day that I'm like, I basically got sent one just to try it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just use it for like a couple of weeks just to see like how it goes. But yeah. it's good way, I think, if you have quite a regular cycle and you're kind of getting a period every 28 days, it is good to use. If you're someone who gets a period every like three or four months, it's probably not great because mm-hmm. you're not going to ovulate. So what's going to happen, you're just going to have red days the whole time. Like basically the app tells you when you're fertile or when you're um, not fertile, when you need to use protection, when you don't. And if it never, the first month or two, it's going to basically do it by gauging when your ovulation is. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would only think it's really good for people who actually regular cycles. And are probably know their cycle quite, quite kind well Kind of, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's natural cycles is kind of just like an easy version for people who don't really know how the cycle works. Like for me personally, I've never used natural cycles because I don't need to use it. Like I, I haven't been on contraceptives in, oh my God, like eight years, maybe longer. And I've been like a long-term relationship, not pregnant yet, because like, you know, so I'm doing well. Are you just doing the pull out vibe? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, same. But not, but I, but I know my cycle so well. So for certain days yeah. I'd be like, no, like you need to be more careful and other days I don't. Yeah. So the six days before around ovulation, I know, okay, we need to be careful now. Yeah. Kind of yeah. And when you can, said about the six days, because yeah. we hear kind of like always about like horror stories that like this girl got pregnant on her period or like she had, not, you know, all these kind of things. So is that absolutely definite? Yeah. And but, can the sperm stay inside and like then? Yeah. That's what you said the other day on yeah. Instagram and I was like, you know, that mind blown emoji. Yeah. I was like, so yeah, they can live inside us for. Yeah. So the six days, right? You have the day of ovulation. So mm-hmm. let's just say, for example, we do have a, a regular 28 day cycle. Your ovulation will be two weeks before that. Ovulation is always two weeks before you get your period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not two weeks after you finish it. It's always two weeks before. It just means if you have a 40 day cycle, it yeah. means you ovulate in day 26. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my cycle can be a little bit longer, and I know my app tells me like yeah. 
I always thought it was always in the middle, no matter how yeah. long it was, but it's not. It's actually just the two weeks before. Exactly. So the bleed. day you get your period, you know, okay, I actually ovulated two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically ovulation and just to say people actually don't know ovulation is when the egg gets released okay yeah. and the egg lives for 12 to 24 hours so say for example to natural cycles if you're waiting for your temperature to go up that means you've ovulated and if you haven't been having sex a few days before that let's say you are trying to get pregnant you basically wasted those two days you only have that 24 hour window then to get pregnant okay mm-hmm. okay now why i'm saying you're fertile for six days is because you have the day of ovulation plus the five days before because sperm lives for five days oh that's yeah wild and this sick. is the thing when people <laughs> it's really sick. like yeah sick. floating around <laughs> looking for something to do so like oh loads men of them. do yeah. <laughs> and you know this is just complete sign over i'm always so fascinated maybe actually your listeners can tell me this they they say that um let me just get this right female sperm um swims slower oh. oh so you're better off having so if you've sex on day 10 and don't have sex again then get pregnant you're more likely to have a girl do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know how accurate it is. Like I saw my clients, we see a lot of people for fertility and I'm like, please come back and make note when you got pregnant and tell me if it's a boy or a girl. Like, yeah, I don't think yeah. any even like proper like clinical trials. That is I mean, wild. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wild. So, so, okay. So you're, the, so the six days that you can get pregnant would be the five days before the first day of ovulation. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. when you ovulate in day 14, if you have sperm in you already, that will fertilize the egg. <laughs> and That's crazy. Is it one egg that gets released every month? Yeah. Most of the time. Sometimes if two eggs get released, that can be twins. Non-identical twins. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my sister's. Yeah. 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 That was two yeah. eggs. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes I think... Actually, I think when the egg splits, they're identical twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's but true. Most of the time, one egg gets um, released every month. But about five or six eggs actually get produced every month. Okay. And only one of them then gets released. So sick. We have eggs inside us. It really is. <laughs> the more yeah. I think, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. I had though. that happen to me inside my bod. Yeah, you had all that. Yeah. My Like the sperm was meeting the egg. Yeah. And making Float, a baby. Right? <laughs> when you got pregnant, Linz, were you like uh, tracking your cycle? Or did you just kind of be like, okay, we'll just, you know, not use any protection and see how it goes? Well, we spoke about it before where like, um, you know, my mom and dad, it, it was, I was not, not trying. Yeah. I was just like unsure because of like the church and contraception mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was like winging it basically. Um. And I always, I think a lot of women as well, I think it's like an anxiety fear thing. I was like, I'll never get pregnant. I don't think I'll ever be able to have babies. And then I was like, oh, no, I, can, I can. I'm super child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, what about on Luna then? Were on you- Luna, um, I wasn't tracking. No, I've never really tracked my period. I kind of just, I like, I'm surprised. My period is weird. Weird. Mm. I have a weird ass period. Talk about it today. <laughs> Another sure. type of wah. <laughs> like say last week I had sex and it was like, you know, when I sometimes like the dick goes up there, it's obviously touching the period that's waiting to mm-hmm. come. So <laughs> dick came out, he was like, oh, you're on your period. I was like, oh, okay. And I was wearing, like I was, you know, thinking I was on my period. It never came out until the dick went back in a week later. And I was like, oh, now I'm on my period. It was like poking the fucking period balloon or something. And now it's like, well, yeah but even you'll get that sometimes like, you get like um like Lindsay's always we have such a different period as well like Lindsay would always be like mine's about to drop but mine just is like floodgates mm-hmm. open day one it's yeah. like Ugh. mine takes like four days so you're spotting yeah, yeah. which is actually due to stress generally 
Great. Spotting yeah. is more got to do with lack of progesterone. We can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about We kind of always do go off on tangents. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, so, stressed. Fucking hell, yeah. I knew that. It's yeah. always stress. It's stress. So whenever yeah. she's stressed, that happens. Here. And I'm always stressed. <laughs> so <clears throat> before we talk about that, let's talk about contraception a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I think in Ireland, which is funny because for a country that like contraception was illegal for so long, mm-hmm. um, so many girls, especially like, our age and a little bit younger are put on like the pill or like hormonal contraceptive very Mm -hmm. early without really understanding what it is I think like obviously I put up a question box yesterday and um I was just like what do you want to know kind of generic and a good amount of questions were like do I ovulate on the Nuva ring or why do I get PMS on the regular pill and I think there's a bit of confusion over like what different types of contraception do are they all the same are some hormonal or some not hormonal and all the rest like that so do you have any I'm sure you've loads of input you're like well Well, let me tell you (laughs) um yeah the most common one people go on is the contraceptive pill um the biggest I think like mind-blowing thing like you were saying earlier about sperm living that that came on me a few years ago when I was training was that the pill the, the bleed that you get on the pill is not a real period. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? I'm like, the pill regulates your periods, obviously, right? But the way the pill works, it stops ovulation. And ovulation is like the key. People are always obsessed with their periods and saying, I didn't get my period this month. What that means though is that you didn't ovulate that month. And ovulation is the most important thing because the way you make your hormones is you ovulate, okay? That's mm. how our body makes our estrogen and progesterone levels, which is so important for your energy, for your mood. So that's the only thing sometimes when, when um, people are on the pill, I'm always just like, oh, but you're not making your own hormones, okay? So basically just to say, you have the contraceptive pill, you have the ring, you have the patch. They're all very similar. They're, they're called like combined hormones. They have estrogen and progesterone in it or mm-hmm. progesterone in it. And um, you basically take a break on those and you get a bleed. Mm-hmm. The bleed that you get, like I said, it's not a real period. It's a synthetic bleed due to the synthetic form of estrogen in the pill or in the patch or in the ring, okay? Mm -hmm. the big thing to always remember at estrogen is it makes things grow okay so in our own body the first two weeks of your cycle estrogen kicks in and that causes your uterine lining which is your period basically to grow right when you're on the pill for example you're taking a pill every single day with low dose estrogen in it as well which is causing the uterine lining to grow does that make sense so it's a little bit different then the thing that makes your period drop (laughs) when you're on uh, the pill is you stop taking the pill okay so that drop in hormones causes that uterine lining to shed Okay. okay. In our own body, it's a drop in progesterone, which is the second half of your cycle that causes your um you to get your period. So when I said to you there a second ago, it's lack of progesterone that causes spotting. You're meant to have enough progesterone basically to get you from the day you ovulate up until day twenty eight for the second two weeks of your cycle, let's say. Okay. Mm-hmm. The main thing eases up is stress. So if you've been really, okay. really stressed that month and you don't have enough progesterone, you get your period too early. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um that's crazy. So uh, yeah, I'm, and is it true, right? So I heard a rumor, not a, a rumor. Rumor, I heard, rumor has it. A rumor has it. But I've heard this like in you know kind of like different forms throughout the years that like the it, they introduced the seven day break on the pill because I heard originally that it was like the doctor who invented it was like women will be really mm-hmm. confused if they don't bleed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Some people have also said it's it was the Catholic Church, but I think it was mainly this doctor. That's what I had heard. It's yeah, it's the way we think it's normal. Yeah. Because you still get a month women will be freaked if they just didn't bleed at all. So yeah. you're better off having a fake bleed than no bleed. Yeah. So then if they're thinking it's probably to make people continuously use the pill. Yeah. Like if obviously they're trying to make money. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, it just makes it feel more normal, I guess. A placebo effect, kind yeah. of, where you're like, oh, I got my period. I got my period. And I see it all the time. I the women who come to me and they're like, yeah, I had irregular cycles and then I went on the pill and now they're fine. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 you had irregular cycles and now you went on the pill and now you have no cycle. Now yeah. you are, you're on the pill. Like, you haven't ovulated. So I've have women in the 30s and they're like, oh, yeah, when I was 15, you know. I had irregular cycles, but now it's fine. I'm like, no, you actually haven't ovulated in 15 years. That's scary. So what if yeah. we're talking about the pill, which is like the most common and especially like, you know, um, for a lot of the time, it would have been the first kind of contraception <coughs> that you're put on. For myself, I think I, I when like I had Rilo. Yeah, so most I put it on. on. I went on it for a while, but I've always... I always had like a kind of just, I didn't like the idea of it. I didn't like the idea of just taking a pill every day that would stop something like that. I always had that in my head. So I think I've only used it for maybe like three months of my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there's obviously people who don't question that as much. So they yeah. just will like start it at whatever young age and then they're still on it. Yeah. So what is like the problem with that? Because I'm sure there's a problem. Is there? I kind of have two opinions on it. Like, I'm like, when you go to college or even or let's say you're in, you know, whatever, 15, 16, 17, and you want to have sex, you don't want to get pregnant. I'm like, isn't it amazing that yeah. we live in 2020 where you can go be on a contraceptive and be in control of your own body? I'm not against the pill at all. I'm more reluctant to recommend people who are put on it for heavy periods, irregular periods, PMT, period pain. All of that is hormonal imbalance and you're completely masking the problem. Mm. I'm also concerned when I see clients then who suffer really bad with anxiety who in like, say like early twenties who suffer really bad with, or they think anyway, they've low sex drive. This is a huge one. All my clients are between like 18 and 35 and nearly everyone I see says they've low sex drive. And I'm like, we can't all have low libido. Yeah. That's not like, do you know what I mean? That's not yeah. like, I think that number one, it's got to do with our perception of what it should be like. Yeah. But also the contraceptive pill switches off your hormones. Mm. So like you being like, I was going to say there when you're like trying not, you know, trying not, not trying when you're trying to get pregnant, mm -hmm. you think that you're like, you know, in control of it, but your body's telling you to have sex at certain times of the month as well. When you're fertile, your libido is higher. Mm. Do you get me? That's yeah. why people accidentally get pregnant all that. My night's out, one night's yeah. dance, how unlikely it is. You have six days at home once you get pregnant <laughs> to meet someone randomly and get pregnant. It's crazy. Do you know what I mean? It's probably because you're ovulating and your pheromones are higher. The opposite attracting, the opposite sex thinks you look hotter when your pheromones yeah. are up. And so your body is very smart. And this thing as well, that when you're on the pill at such a young age, for say 10, you know, 15 years, you don't know what your own sex drive is like. Totally. You know I mean? And even a mood as well, it really, really affects, I think anyway, just to work with so many clients, your mood because you never, ever, ever make progesterone when mm. you're on the pill. And progesterone is a really calming hormone, which mm. we'll go into more detail in a couple of minutes. If yeah, because I was put, not like put <coughs> on the pill. I basically, when I started, when my mom started to get a fucking whiff of me riding when I was, my boyfriend, when I was like 16, she's like, what would you think about going on the pill? Because she was just like, I remember I was like, I'm not having sex though. And she was like, well, just in case. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, at least you can kind of control it. Because she was basically like, I trust you more than any lad, mm -hmm. like horny young guy who's like, yeah, I put a condom on. You know, she mm. was just like, and I liked it for that reason when I was younger too. Because I was like, it did give me kind of peace of mind that I was like, at least I know that I'm not going to get pregnant. Like I did not want to get mm -hmm. pregnant. Still don't really right now. So, you know, when I was 18, 17, I really mm -hmm. didn't. And then I stayed in the pill I think probably up until I was about 20 and then I came off because I was like I'm not seeing anyone or having like regular sex you know that way and I kind of went on and off it then like kind of flipped back and forth and then when I got in a relationship in my mid-20s I went on it and I was kind of fine on it for I'm gonna say like a year or two and then it was just like my loss of libido like mm -hmm. complete and because I could I could definitely compare it to when I wasn't on the pill you know that way and then obviously my partner noticed it as well but it was weird that it took 
it, I remember like we were talking about it and I was like I just don't have any sex drive at the moment it's so weird and it the last thing that came into my mind I was like oh my god maybe it's the pill mm-hmm. and I went off the pill and I think it took I remember this was the last time that I was like oh I really don't want to be on the pill again because I think it took I'm gonna say almost 10 months for my period to regulate then after coming off it I couldn't believe it I you thought, hadn't even been on it that long I, I that was probably one of the longest runs I'd been on it um other than when I was very young and like I got my period quite late as well so I was like 16 when I got my period like almost 16 I think so I never really knew my cycle that much but when I was off it from say 20 to 24 I would always get it every like 32 days or so and then um when I went back off it from the pill like I was getting I think it was like 50 days for like four months then it went down to like 45. It took, because uh, I actually have it all on my phone. That's when I got my, that clue app that tells you, you can log all your periods. I looked back on it recently because I think I was late on my period and I was like, have I ever gone this fucking long before? You know that way? And I was like, holy shit, you could see all of the, and I was like, that's crazy to think that if yeah. I was trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. after coming off it, that's like a whole year mm, gone, yeah. you know, that way. Yeah. So that was something that I was like, whoa, okay. I don't yeah. think I want to be on that anymore. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know? Mm-hmm. And do you get that? Do you find that, like, when people come to you if they're going off the pill? Oh, my God, people are terrified. Terrified. Yeah. Yeah. I have the main to clients, either, like, acne is big on as well. Just, again, in two minds, I'm like, when you're really bad acne, 15, 16, 17, isn't amazing. <clears throat> you have something like the pill that you can go on to. But chances are when you come off it, it is going to come back again. You know, that like, was a big or, question we got. Yeah, mm. if we can talk about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> With the, um, or like heavy periods, like girls like fainting in school, like out once. I remember my friends, my friends be like that in school. Like to be really, really bad periods yeah. every single month and been on the pill ever since. And it's like you have to address that at some stage. Mm. So a lot of people come to me um, for that basically. And I, I would say like, right, let's do like a month plan. Let's get everything, all of our ducks in a row before you come off the pill. The big thing that I explain to clients the minute they come in and see me is it's a complete lifestyle change. It's basically kind of saying real cliche and being like, you need to change your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when you see people for hormones, you are going to have a period, give or take, for the next 20 years. So it's not an eight-week transformation program. This mm-hmm. isn't like get rid of all the foods you love, take these supplements like for the next 10 weeks and feel great. And it's like, then what? So I explain to people why your hormones are out of balance, what causes it, what you need to do to keep them in check and then stay on top of it yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? People understand how it works. It's so much easier to keep up yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll see a lot of people for those kind of issues. Like yeah. people are just terrified, absolutely terrified. And a lot of people since seeing my Instagram were like, "Oh my god, I didn't know I wasn't. I didn't have my period. Like I thought everything yeah. was fixed. I didn't know I still have regular cycles." Like so many people said that even on the question box that I put up, they were just like, "Do I ovulate on this 
form of contraception? Because yeah. I think it's only the copper coil. Yeah, so just explain the other one. So yeah. you have the combined pill, then you have the mini pill, yeah. and the mini pill is progesterone only, right? So the way progesterone works is it thins uterine lining, it stops bleeding, okay? okay. So um, that's things like the implant, um, what other one, the mini pill? Oh, yeah. And the marina coil, those okay. three ones. And usually people, you shouldn't really get any bleed on them. Okay? But the injection as well. The depot, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, I hate that one. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just, knew a girl who got it and like, you have to get it every three months or something, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's just so strong. Like the progesterone I'm talking about there, it looks more like, or it acts more like testosterone in okay. the body. So you'll see things like, I see it all the time, like hair loss and like really oily skin, like acne, oh. um, hair growth on things like the, um, the, especially the depot and things like the implant and the mini pill. You see those more. Um, they work though they don't always stop ovulation the mini pill the marina and the implant that's not how it works okay. but a lot of time it will like inadvertently direct, um, stop ovulation because your body's like what is going on yeah basically. it's like a side effect yeah. almost yeah your body's like freaked basically and um, it works as well by causing your cervical mucus to be much thicker so if sperm does get in there it can't swim it can't get very mm -hmm. far oh. do you know what I mean and then let's say sperm does get there it does fertilize the egg there's no uterine lining for the egg to basically like snuggle into it and for oh. a fetus then to develop okay so you just shed it no matter what or do you bleed on that there's no bleed no. on it there shouldn't be any so bleed it just stays there yeah the, <laughs> I always think egg. of those things yeah it just dies it just yeah, dies yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like even I was like what <laughs> I'm just imagining it like oh, yeah floating around <laughs> yeah <laughs> I could have been someone yeah <laughs> but um so when you're saying, say about like women who are coming, who are trying to use the pill to like deal with heavy periods or irregular periods, what would be the main issues? Like obviously that's, you're saying is masking the issues, but what if these problems are presenting themselves? Is it usually like a mental thing or is it a health thing or food? What's the main kind of problems that are resulting in these issues? Okay, so I think first I'm just going to explain how your hormones actually work. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, yeah. and I'm always like to clients, we did we all of this in like junior surf biology. We just didn't know it was important. Like, yeah. they should have been like, no, this is actually your body. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's right. not just a picture in a book. No, <laughs> and even I think about, I'm like, why didn't they explain it better? Being like, so I relate to how people feel. Anyway, let's explain yeah. to you, right? So yeah. I would say like day one is the first day of your period. So the first day of your proper bleed, like Lindsay, if you're getting spotting a few days before, that's the end of your, like, that's your old cycle. That's still the last few days. Oh. Does that make sense? So it's not, so her mm. first day of her period is not the spotting. No, it's a proper period. Is it today? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've been spotting for the last four days, let's say. For a week. For a week. Oh my God. You need to come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'll explain to you now, right? Yeah. No, it like will come out and then it will stop for a couple of days. And then I'm like, oh, I don't think I have a period this month. And then, and I'm not on any contraception or anything like that. Yeah. And then um, it just random. I, I was stressed last night and it was just like. Because this has happened, this is why I went on um, anxiety medication was because I was bleeding like so heavily. Every two weeks. Every almost. two weeks. It was just like, and I could, I was walking around and I could just feel the stream of blood coming out. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So yeah, that <laughs> happens. like red alarm is going on. <laughs> so I went to the doctor and I was like, here, what's the story? Like, is this a stress related thing? And she was like, probably. And um, yeah, then I was kind of fine for a while. But then yesterday I was really stressed. And then it, again, this morning mm -hmm. in the shower, it was just like this pouring of blood casually okay <laughs> so basically to everyone listening the first day of like your proper bleed is day one okay and everyone kind of feels crap on day one because what happens is all your hormones drop so the, the pill is like mimicking how our own body works mm -hmm. okay so like feeling a bit tired being emotional is, is normal even a bit crampy on day one mm -hmm. once day one kicks in you feel so much better mm -hmm. right or once it's gone and the first hormone then that kicks in is estrogen mm -hmm. and estrogen is like your 
get up and go hormone. I would say it's like vitality, your sex drive, your mood. If you're working out, you're going to be stronger the first half of your cycle. Your metabolism is even better. Like you don't um, need as much food and you don't, um, you can utilize carbohydrates better. So even your mm-hmm. body is just like amazing the first half of your cycle, right? I always say like, if you're going to clean uh, spring clean your wardrobe this is always the first two weeks of your cycle and you feel so skinny because you've yeah, just had all the bloats great. gone no yeah. bloat, exactly right <laughs> i do love that time yeah, yeah oh, it's great me today great. i'm like amazing today yeah. Yeah. and it does it makes you feel really really good you like do. you do and even that like i was saying earlier like your sex drive is better like you'd be like oh my makeup looks great today like you're just your skin is so much better i always find your it skin as well. is better no it actually is so much better though the main thing to always remember with estrogen is it makes things grow. So it's the estrogen that causes your uterine lining to thicken. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it makes your period basically, mm-hmm. right? And um, once you ovulate, you make progesterone, and progesterone is like I would say like my favorite hormone. I'm such, like, such a nerd, <laughs> but it's like your, all the others are like what about me. Yeah, my favorite hormone. It's like your like mother nature hormone. It's calming. It's really good for anxiety. It's really good for mood. It's a natural painkiller. So it helps like your cramps at the end of the month. It thins uterine lining. So it's meant to thin that estrogen there that you just get a normal period. You don't have too much bleeding. Okay. okay. Now this is an ideal world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fortune doesn't really work like this. And most issues I see in the clinic, it's a lack of progesterone in comparison to estrogen. So it's too much estrogen that's due to the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. The first reason why progesterone can be low is due to stress because our body will steal progesterone to make stress hormones. Okay. And that goes for emotional stress, like Mm. lockdown. Yeah. (laughs) My period came at day 24 and I was disgusted about myself. I'm like, what? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm meant to be perfect. Like, I'm okay, nutrition. But that was March. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Eastern is like, fucking, that's why you say for saying progesterone is your favorite fucking hormone, bitch. (laughs) But that was in March when obviously the world was upside down. No one yeah. knew what we were doing. And I was like, oh my God. But that was purely lack of progesterone. So my period came too early, okay, mm-hmm. um, from lack of progesterone. The other reason why progesterone can be low is got to do with egg quality or egg health. This is really, really important for anyone who's planning getting pregnant. So our eggs, we're born with all of our eggs in our ovaries and they take about three months to fully develop. And then it turns into a, a baby, basically, if it gets fertilized. Same with sperm, actually, as well. But what you do over those three months t- determines how healthy your eggs are. Do you know that kind of Is way? this in the start of conception? Yeah, talking so about? three yeah. months before you plan on getting pregnant. Oh, okay. before. Ah, okay. Before you get pregnant, okay. yeah. So if you're really, really healthy and take good quality supplements, try not to be stressed for those three months, those eggs will be much better quality then. And then when um, you conceive, the eggs will make progesterone for you then as well, or the, the, the fetus makes progesterone. So you want to mm. make sure that's as good quality as possible because mm. of lack of progesterone there. A lot of time miscarriages are due to lack of progesterone. Okay. Okay, so it's just important just to kind of make sure that you're, you're doing everything that you can. That okay? makes sense that maybe so many people are getting, like, I don't know if you've noticed it, but so many people are getting, like, randomly pregnant during, like, the, like, April, May, June of lockdown. I wonder if it's because everyone's just, like, being so, so chill. chill. They're yeah. eating well. They're yeah. lying in, yeah. you know, that And way. as women, we're eating more food. Yeah. Like, so when I say stress in the body, stress is anything from emotional stress, over-exercising, and um, being busy during the day and under eating, like under eating for stress, I mean, you're like hangry. Your body's like, sorry, feed yeah. me. Like yeah. I'm stressed over here. So as women, we do put a lot of stress in our body, which means you're constantly tapping mm-hmm. into your progesterone. Okay, okay. that's one side of it. Interesting. The other side then as progesterone can be too low is that estrogen is too high. Okay. And this is more typically what I would see with women. So a lot of foods can increase estrogen. The main thing that I look at first is cow's milk dairy products. Um, so things like your whey proteins, your milk, your cheese, your chocolate, your yogurts, like People have loads in their diet. Like I some people, especially in Ireland, we in love Ireland, our tea. We love our dairy, especially. We love yeah, we really our do. tea, yeah. And it's actually just cow's milk. So I get my clients onto things like sheep's milk, goat's milk. So if you like, for example, feta cheese, buffalo mozzarella, 
goat's cheese. It's not about like people are like my calcium, my diet. So it's not we're literally taking it off it completely. We're reducing it down instead of having seven cups of tea and a yogurt and you know, wheat a bit of milk for breakfast and cheese and crackers as a snack. Like let's just minimize that. So you're not mm-hmm. getting in as much. It's not like go vegan and get rid of all the dairy. Yeah. Do you know that There's alternatives that are still dairy. Yeah. And is that because of like lactose? There's higher lactose in cow's milk or? No, it's due to the protein in the milk. It's a protein called A1 casein protein. Okay. And that increases um, inflammation, which would increase estrogen production. Interesting. And is that what happens? I Because I stopped um, drinking milk and eating yogurts and things like that. I was getting quite cramps, like quite strong cramps around my period. And when I like alleviated my dairy intake, like I still, I do eat feta cheese and stuff like that. But, um, and I stopped getting cramps and I know that, um, obviously it's quite common for women when they're older to get their, what's the and word? The endometriosis? No, oh. when you, um, have like cysts <laughs> on your fibroids and you get like fibroids. your fibroids, yeah. removed. Oh, hysterectomy. Yeah, hysterectomy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when like that can happen a lot of mm-hmm. with, um, more older women when they are yeah. post menopause and that can sometimes I would be because of dairy and that like. The hormones from dairy can just kind of promote like cysts and yeah. things so on again, our ovaries. So again, it increases estrogen. So I mm-hmm. said to the humans go, estrogen makes things grow. Mm-hmm. So it makes your uterine lining thicken, but you can have things called fibroids, which is like big, almost like cysts mm. filled with blood in the uterine lining. Um, you can have even things like estrogen dominant, like breast cancer, ovarian cancer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so, so it helps whatever estrogen. is there grow into yeah. it. Okay. It's not bad. So it's like estrogen is a very fine line between um, it being good and bad. So it's, it's amazing because it makes us ovulate. But mm-hmm. it's when we have too much of it, which is the issue. So cow's milk is the first thing. Poor quality meat is another thing. That like if you're buying, I would say like be careful where you're like, make sure you're buying not Irish meat, for example. You're not going into mm-hmm. like, like Spire, no offense. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, somewhere yeah. that's like just like deli meat that like is that yeah. Irish meat. Is there hormones in the meat? Um. Then you look at your environment and this is where people are literally just like, oh my God, like mind blown. Like, and I'm, <laughs> It's things like your um, environmental toxins are called xenoestrogens. So things like your plastics, our fake tans, our shampoos, our conditioners, our Yankee candles, our, they're basically chemicals and they get breathed into the system and our body's like, okay, I don't know what to do with that. So I'm just going to convert it into estrogen basically. Oh. But it's not a real estrogen. It's like an estrogen mimicker. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as women, like, and I always say to my clients, I love my tan. I'm like bleach blonde. Like I'm love my makeup. Extremely glamorous. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) But I'm so aware of, I want to be like this. So I'm going to minimize my toxic load where I can. So for example, my shampoos, my conditioners are all like phthalate free, paraben free. All of my candles in my house are like natural soy wax candles. Mm -hmm. My friend Emma Jane, EJ's two cents. Shout out to her. She makes gorgeous. um, Yeah, gorgeous candles. And they always smell nicer as well. I hate those Yankee candles. They literally... like I hate that like sweet mm. chemical like ugh. Yeah. so is it the parabens and stuff like that in our parabens, tans that's what we should yeah. be looking for one of the worst ones actually BPA so I don't oh, know yeah. years ago do you remember the whole BPA free like I every do, plastic yeah. yeah so years ago they found that plastics were releasing chemicals into our system called BPA yeah. and this was a massive estrogen mimicker so that's the main thing I get clients to look at even things like reheating um if you're meal prepping you know reheat your lunchbox in the microwave that's plastic or your utensils if you're making like you know a curry at night and you have like a plastic um, mixing mixing thing. Okay. Um, receipts are really bad. So I'm so conscious that the, the ink on receipts is BPA. 
No way. Yeah, and at the moment, and anyone kind of in like nutrition health industry are all freaked because hand sanitizer. What you're doing is putting hand sanitizer in your hands, and you're basically like so it's kind of absorbing it. yeah, like you're, more because you're making wet. more yeah, like alcohol on your hands. <gasps> oh, do you know what I mean? And then you take the the receipt. So it's soaking in. Soaking in exactly. Yeah. So oh, look, God. you don't have heavy periods because you have taking receipts. Last yeah, week, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's just <laughs> look at your total toxic load and try and minimize it where you can. Even fake tans, your thing to try and get more natural tans. Mm-hmm. Like I think pretty much all the new tan brands now kind of are more natural they're kind of more aware of it I think they all kind of have like they've realised that it's way more sexier basically for yeah. them to be like paraben free cruelty free yeah. vegan like mm-hmm. a lot of the new Irish ones especially I know yeah. like Dripping Gold is vegan and has paraben free and, and like Bear has one yeah and, yeah um, body butter is your thing. Like I remember loving like the Body Shop coconut. Yeah. Like oh, so gorgeous, yeah. the shimmery one. Yeah, I love that. Literally shit. like a disco ball. Like you're like oh, I'm amazing. But like, what are you putting on your skin? Yeah. Like, so I just use like coconut oil. Like this daily brinkle eco by Sonia. Okay. Um, their stuff is amazing. It's a bit expensive, but like if you're someone who wants to get pregnant and doesn't care, just has an unlimited budget, you're like, I just want really good quality stuff and. Mm. And um, like moisturizers, they have like fake tan, all that kind of stuff, and it's really, really good. So like minimize it where you can. Yeah, is, exactly. Is the best thing to do, yeah. especially yeah. if you like your tan and all. Just know what you're putting on. Exactly. Well, just consider that you know we're obviously so focused on like diet and what we're consuming food wise, but like also you know our body is such you know you're yeah. absorbing stuff via your skin. Yeah, your skin is yeah. your largest detoxification organ. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? The last thing then that you've taken into consideration is is detoxification. And this isn't like, you know, an eight-week juice cleanse. The word detox drives me insane. Your body is detoxing 24-7. Like, you know what I mean? purpose. Oh, my God. If you you stop detoxing, if you go on a big mad month at the weekend, you're like, right, I need to detox on Monday. Like, it's just stupid. It's just marketing kind of thing. But basically what I look at with clients is, number one, constipation. You, I almost guarantee anyone listening who has like heavy periods or a lot of like sore boobs, cramps, like really bad period pain, I, I bet you they're constipated as well because mm-hmm. the way our body breaks down all of these xenoestrogens and even estrogen from the milk and that kind of thing is we poo them out. Mm-hmm. We get rid of them that way. It goes through our liver pathways and, and basically then through our digestion. So gut health is massive. That's the main thing I would look at with clients is supporting gut health. Yeah. Makes sense? So, if you yeah. Take, so think about all this, like people are stressed, they're eating too much cow's milk. They're not getting enough also uh, green veg, which is so important for detoxification. And um, they're wearing those tan of makeup and candles and perfumes and nail varnishes. Like, no wonder so many people suffer with their like, hormones. I haven't had a period in six months. What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, no wonder. So Yeah, defo. So I guess now we can kind of talk a bit about, like, just... Well, the, the importance of ovulation we kind of covered, I guess, but like periods and a lot of people have written in who have PCOS. I mm-hmm. think a lot of I've he- heard that kind of being like that term being used more and more over the last like couple of years. I never knew what it was. It sounds horrible. And then some people wrote in again about uh, PMDD. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we can talk about that um, just and like just in general. So PCOS, one thing that you actually said, which I found really interesting on Adam's podcast was that like, obviously if any of you guys are like training um i'll link the podcast tomorrow see because like that's kind of more focused on like training and optimizing your period for all of that kind of stuff but you said that you know if trainers aren't asking or knowledgeable about your cycle and then they're you know telling like something like say Lindsay comes to me and i'm like okay so use whey protein have greek yogurt if you have pcos and they're not aware that's actually going to like work against you exactly yeah which is so interesting yeah personal trainers should not be given nutrition advice to women with hormonal issues yeah. that way like and the classic pt diet you'll see like that loads of protein loads of chicken loads of um whey protein shakes mm. it's like the polar opposite of what people were like pcos would be doing but pcos is it's polycystic ovarian syndrome and it's a hormonal issue caused by too much testosterone in the body okay, okay? So that's why you get the hair because exactly. i know you can get hair growth and all that kind of stuff yeah so first of all for anyone listening i'm sure 
so many women I've seen, they've been diagnosed with PCOS because they've cysts on their ovaries. So, and that's just like, oh, you have PCOS, you have cysts in their ovaries. And you can have cysts in your ovaries without actually having polycystic ovarian syndrome, okay? You can just have cysts on its own, which is really normal. Um, symptoms of PCOS, you're going to have irregular cycles. You could have acne. You could have excess facial hair. You could have, um, what's the other ones? Um, high testosterone on a blood test and insulin resistance and other ones. So like if you find it really, really hard to lose weight and that kind of side of things. Um, but your body won't ovulate because it's freaked. It's like, sorry, we have too much testosterone. Are you messing? I'm not going to get pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's high testosterone is the main thing you should focus on that side of things with people with PCOS. Okay, interesting. And then PMDD. So that is like premenstrual... Dysphoric disorder. Dysphoric disorder. This one's really, really hard for women, especially because it gets so overlooked. It's just PMT. Like your yeah. grand, like, you know, with the moody bitch on her period. Like, yeah. but it's actually... Mm-hmm. So remember I said earlier, when you make progesterone, it's like your mother nature, you're a calming hormone, you feel amazing this when you have enough of it. People with PMDD can't basically utilize their progesterone properly. So instead of making them feel calm, they feel really, really anxious. And they like there's been studies done that people with PMD can almost become like clinically depressed the second two weeks of their cycle, yeah. and then they're they're like two like almost like bipolar, two different people in their estrogen phase and their progesterone phase. So the treatment for it is usually antidepressants. Mm-hmm. We use a herb called St John's Worth, okay. which is amazing for depression. And I've loads of clients with PMDD on this as well. Use things like magnesium, use B vitamins to support the body with stress. It's got to do like your dopamine receptors a little bit different than someone who suffers with PMT and it's and they're feeling anxious. That's lack of progesterone. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. PMD is really, really hard. And medically, there's not that much you can do besides take the antidepressants. There's not much uh, research on it as well. I remember reading about yeah. it before because my friend of mine said that she suffered from it. And I was like, I've never yeah. heard of that shit. And she's like, no, it's like you can get like debilitating depression. Oh, yeah. But just for those two weeks, like yeah. after your period, you're like, yay. It's Amazing. like the cloud being lifted yeah. off or whatever, which must be so hard to confusion your brain you're mm-hmm. like my because you just it's like mood swings like crazy mood swings that yeah. must feel horrendous mm. you'll normally see it kind of run in families as well okay you know, and how would you know because i'm sure some people because we do hear um, you know like you were saying about like oh it's the moody bitch or whatever like i definitely get more like emotional and angry on my period but um how do you know like when you know it's a problem or it's just kind of a normal like and a normal reaction to I like think if the it's actually change. like affecting you like like my clients PMG like they won't go out they can't go to work okay. it's like you're clinically depressed mm. do you know it's not just like oh I don't feel great today yeah that, they can't get up and get out it's like they're yeah like they they just can't cope for two weeks and mm. it, can, it can get worse as well as they get older it's okay. it's not as common as you think that's the one thing that people like I think I have PMDD and then I'll give them stuff to support their hormones balance out their estrogen progesterone they feel so much better the next month where Hormone support can help for PMDD, but it's not enough on its own generally. Like I think herbal medicine is the the key to PMDD from a natural point of view. Like mm-hmm. the St. John's Worth is amazing for that. And I wouldn't always just give every single person St. John's Worth. I'll try them on the normal plan first and then I'll give them something like herbal medicine. So mm. if anyone's listening, not sure, it's like literally, do you feel like a split person? It's like a d- debilitating. Yeah, debilitate. Yeah, and it's not even like you have good days as well. Like if you're down your mom, dad, and your sisters, you're having a laugh and you're yeah. grand and then you come home, you're like, oh, I don't really feel great now. But people with PMDD will feel bad the whole two weeks it's it's mm. like nothing makes them feel better does that make yeah that's yeah. wild and you yeah. can also suffer from like really bad um like body dysmorphia as well i heard like for those two weeks some people so. like yeah. just like it's like self-loathing that's my friend described it to oh, me poor as girl i know i think yeah. she has it like under control now it was, it was a few years ago but she was just like it's horrendous like she's like i can't go to work like you just feel like you hate yourself and then she's like but then the minute i'm finished my period i'm like oh so then she feels like you're, you're like better. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it comes every month. Cyclical, <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. Um, so then I guess like if we're going to talk about periods for a while, 
like I've always had completely personal, but maybe some other people <laughs> have had something similar. Like my period has never been really 28 days it's kind of like regulated every now and again I'll get like a 28 day cycle and I'm like oh my god I feel deadly I am a goddess literally (laughs) I'm like okay finally my body's relaxed but I'll usually have like a longer ish period like say like 30 to 35 like I wouldn't be like I wouldn't consider my period late if I went 35 days you Mm -hmm. know that way and what is that is can that be like genetic or can that be normal or is it always like a should you always aim for a 28 day cycle i say anywhere between 26 and like 33 34 days is normal okay okay um if it's kind of hand try that again (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying if it's randomly happening there we go that is hard to say um Again, remember I said at the start that ovulation is always two weeks before your period. So if you have a random month all of a sudden and your period came on day 34 and it's usually day 28, it means you ovulate late that month. Okay. Which means we're stressed. That's that's the main thing I always say for ovulation. Like you have to remember ovulation is your body being like, yeah, we're ready to make a baby now. Mm -hmm. So if it thinks that you're having an absolute meltdown, it's going to push it out. It's not, you're not going to, you're not going to ovulate. Because it's not a safe place to make a baby. Exactly. Like you can't even look after yourself. I'm not going to get pregnant. Like, so, um, Anywhere, yeah, from say like 26 to 33 yeah. days. I don't, like 35 sometimes can be too long. Your period's ever heavy? Never. You're okay? I never really have a heavy, like just day one usually. My period only lasts like three and a half-ish days. Yeah. It's not very, my, my, and I've asked my mom, like my mom's the exact same. So Hers, I would like that as well. Yeah, yeah she genetic. was, yeah, yeah so. she was, always, yeah. and like she got her period later as well. Like yeah. I think she was like 14. I think I was like 15, nearly 16. But I also did like loads of sports when I was younger and I heard that that can like delay it. Um, but yes, because I remember I asked my mom, um, but actually going back on stress, I remember it, it's so crazy how even stress that you don't realize, I feel that you're absorbing can affect your period. So when we, Lindsay and I started to do the podcast full time, I got made redundant from my job and like, I didn't even really realize that I had any stress in me whatsoever. And like, I missed a whole period. Now, usually I've never would really miss a period. Mm-hmm. So I was like, freaked. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like I was scared shitless. She was. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay was like, take a test. And I was like, I'm afraid to take the test. And she was like, take the fucking test. Yeah, because girls do that all the time. They'll be like living in this stress and not just oh, go yeah. and do the test and, and then deal with the situation. Delaying your period yeah. more. Cause yeah. I always find once you do, we get your period next day. Oh yeah, no, oh, that I- literally <laughs> happened to me. It was like 48 <laughs> or 50 days. And I was like, and then I did my period I took the test and it said negative I took two tests because I was like just in case and then it said negative and I was like okay and I think I then I told my mom the next day because I was like like my mom's always very open about like cycles and stuff and I was like I missed my period completely but I take a test and it's negative and she was like that can just kind of happen and um we were like chatting about it and I was like she was like are you sure you're not stressed and I was like no I'm not stressed at all like I'm, I'm unemployed it's great like I'm just like didn't she was like you also lost your job so like you probably did absorb some sort of like tension or stress over that without even really noticing. And I've noticed that happening in my cycle a few times, like around lockdown, my period was late at the first few months. I think that's so crazy that your body can just absorb it without you even being like, I'm stressed. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's like fight or flight mode. Like totally. I remember, you know, if we were wandering around so stressed as we're feeling inside, it's like you keep on going on, but then your body will like show you how stressed it is in some way. So yeah. that's why you should listen to Yeah, I say to my clients, your period is your monthly report card. It tells you oh, like that's a great one. Yeah, how goes your body word this month? I actually want to say one thing because we already kind of talked about PCOS. Another thing is called hypothalamic menorrhea. Okay. Right? And it's loss of periods. On ultrasound you'll have cysts, right? So it always gets misdiagnosed PCOS. Oh. Um sometimes 
some doctors call it like lean PCOS. It's usually women who like like that you were saying like you got your period quite late when mm. you're a teenager. So hypothalamic amenorrhea is that I said sorry a minute ago testosterone is high, so your body's like I'm not ovulating. Too much mm-hmm. testosterone, absolutely freaked. In hypothalamic amenorrhea, your body isn't even trying to ovulate. It's so stressed. It's like I'm not making a baby, and this can be due to over exercising, um, low body weight under eating so mm. this is the big thing people always associate with kind of hypothalamic memory or people kind of more like eating disorders and people are underweight but you could be a healthy weight and not eat enough food and you'll still miss your period because you just don't have enough calories there to actually support ovulation yeah. and then also emotional stress so I see mm. this all the time in my clinic especially our generation we love girls are like oh but like I'm so healthy like I never have a cheat meal and I work at like six days a week and I get my 10,000 steps every single day and why have I got no periods I'm so healthy though like and eat no carbs yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. or like that like they're just like putting too much stress they're doing HIIT training five days a week like I'm like your body is not gonna get pregnant if thinks that you're running away from a bear like so (laughs) yeah You know it's like me. my heart rate is so elevated like, for every single day. It doesn't know you're just like have 10 kettlebell swings to go. Like yeah. it's like, do you know that kind of way? Yeah. So yeah. that's really, really misdiagnosed. And it's so, so important for women who are listening who think if they've been diagnosed PCOS and like I have no symptoms, I don't have excess facial hair. I don't have insulin resistance. Testosterone is not high in my blood tests. You can go and get bloods done and you can check two hormones and it will tell you if it is PCOS or hypothalamic amenorrhea. I find a lot of doctors aren't aware though of hypothalamic amenorrhea. Like I have to actually send people back and be like, no, you like get tested for this. Yeah, like specifically, like. And I think so. It can obviously happen, especially with like say under eating or lower calories or d- training too much. I feel like I hear that a lot, and it obviously can happen before almost like the stress thing, like bef- without you even really realizing yeah. you're doing too much exercise. So like doing like a lot of high intensity training, obviously like yeah. multiple times a week, a, a lot of running. I've heard of a lot of people running. who do huge amounts exactly. of running. Running from a bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where are you running to? Like you're not having a baby this yeah, month. where are you running to? <laughs> the so tiger. you find the balance then? Um, eat Is enough it, calories, I suppose. Yeah. And, you know, listen to your body that there's some, you know, people I would see and they, they're very into exercise. Like it's okay to miss a few days if you're absolutely in bits. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and have a healthy body weight and manage stress where you can, like get enough sleep, like take things for anxiety if you have to. Like mm-hmm. it's just supporting your body as much as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Like hormones are tricky. I wish I could like, just take this pill and you'd be absolutely yeah. brilliant. Like, you yeah. know. It's kind of great though that women, we do have like that report card. Cause I say it's harder for men to know when their hormones are off. Because, like, they don't have anything that shows them, like... Yeah. Like, you know, because at least we have, like, a monthly indicator. Yeah. Like, you missed a period, your period's really heavy, your period's really light. Like, men are just like, I'm grand. Yeah. But I think because, <laughs> because we're so used to, kind of, periods. Like, I mean, I've had my period since, you know, I'm 33 now. I probably got mine when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm still kind of not sure of it because it is kind of random. So, I think... We can get as Irish women because we don't speak that openly about like periods in the sense of like, oh, mine's much more like it's later or it's heavier mm-hmm. than usual or I'm feeling this type of way because we're just like, oh, I don't really know. We're kind of floating around not knowing what's going on. So then. And then the society, it's OK. Like doctors see nothing wrong with someone being on the pill from 15 to 35. Mm. And when you want to get pregnant at 35, they take you off the pill and they put you on something to help you ovulate. Like it, it, I, I just don't understand like this, but upsets me more so than anything else I'm like how can you castrate women for that long we make no hormones could you imagine saying to a lad 
here's a pill, take it every single day. It might kill your sex drive. You might put on a bit of water weight. You might actually be really anxious on it. Oh, also, if you forget to take it, we might get pregnant. Okay, cool. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, that's why they say that, like, because the, like, they, they, they've had the technology for the male pill, apparently, for yeah. years, but they're like, no man will ever take it. No, like, never. I, I remember when I was coming off the pill, my ex-boyfriend, I remember, like, kind of talking. He, also, men have no idea what, like, hormonal contraceptive. They just hear a pill. You just take a pill, magic pill, no pregnant, no baby, brilliant, you know? Mm. And I remember explaining to him, I was like, it stops you ovulating, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, would you take, if I told you to take a pill, like, hormonal pill, every single day, just so you don't get pregnant, would you take it? He's like, fuck no. I'm like... So that's why I'm coming off a bitch. I was yeah. like, fuck that shit, you know? Because it, it is, when you explain it to men, I find they are like, what? If I say to you the pill is a steroid drug, take yeah. this steroid drug every day and you don't have this the fancy brand name of Yaz or like, you know, Dianas. Yeah. Um, like Dianas, <laughs> like Yasmin, like, like, like your best, your Micro light, it's so light. Exactly. Yeah. If you knew the actual name and you'd be a bit more like, sorry, what am I taking again? Like, yeah. do you know that kind yeah. of way? It's because it's so normalized. It's a lovely little pink box with a flower on the front. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. not, again, I don't want to be like fear mongering people off. Yeah. Just be, be aware of it. Like, you know what I mean? Ask questions mm-hmm. while you're on, especially like that, if it's for hormonal reason, that's just being masked. Yeah. Basically. Well, you go to the doctor and you trust that, you know, they're, it's a doctor for health. You know, yeah. So yeah. you kind of just- and They've got more knowledge than you. Yeah. Mm. Um. So if someone was considering coming off the pill, what would like and they were kind of anxious about it maybe for whatever reason what would, would you give them any like tips on like supplements or anything like that to take or what to expect maybe with mood swings or whatever else like yeah that? the first thing is you need to give your body time like people message me like hey I came off the pill like two weeks ago or two months ago and I still haven't got my mm. period I'm like well first of all how long have you been on it second of all what were your periods like before you went on it like that's what you need to expect the pill for most people it's not going to regulate your cycle if you had regular periods before they're probably going to be regular afterwards um so just come off it and see what happens is the main thing I would say. Unless something more severe like that, you're on it for acne. You're on it for um, really, really heavier, painful periods. Again, that was more a lifestyle issue that I can't explain to you there, the estrogen progesterone, that yeah. you need to work on diet, you need to work on digestion before you come off the pill, which is what I would do with clients. But in general, just come off it and give your body time. Like even you need to give yourself 12 months before I even will be, like you said, took your body t- 10 months. Yeah, and I think even the guts of a year really, yeah. you know, that way. And women are freaked because they're so used to seeing this monthly bleed, even though they, it's not a real period, that, oh my God, I haven't bled in three months, like like up the walls, absolutely mm-hmm. freaked. Like, um, In terms of supplements then, so there's, there's a few nutrients that pill depletes. And one of my lectures when I was training, she's from Australia, and she was saying in Australia, you get given a prescription for the pill, and then they go, okay, now go inside to that nutritionist, and she'll tell you what you need to supplement with because the pill depletes these nutrients. Like amazing. So, so good. Mm. Yeah, the first thing will be gut health. So like I think anyone on the pill should be taking like a probiotic, for example. And um, the other thing are B vitamins. So you've nine different B vitamins and they're all for your nervous system. They're for stress, they're for energy, they're for mood, they're for PMT. And the pill does deplete them, especially as well if you're trying to get pregnant. I'm like, give yourself minimum three months before you try and get pregnant when you come off the pill to let those eggs develop mm-hmm. without the pill being affecting them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So three months of being on a really, really good prenatal or even just someone come off the pill and take a really good B, B complex just for anxiety mood and stress the other thing that the pill depletes is zinc and this is more important for women who have acne mm-hmm. so zinc helps lower testosterone testosterone is often the root cause of acne right and it also helps with oil production so you come off the pill your skin gets oily testosterone surges and it's like the one thing your body needs the most which is zinc has mm-hmm. just been depleted because been on the pill for so long like and that's why so many people's skin really really flare up um it's hard like I don't really like giving any like dose just stuff that you're kind of better off like it, it's too broad like I yeah. don't give every single person zinc either but yeah. generally a B complex is quite safe to take anyway mm-hmm. for, for most people without having to 
get advice on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so let's go into some of the questions. We covered most of them, actually, which is great. But yeah. uh, so one question here um, is opinions on evening primrose oil for PMS. Would you recommend it? Yeah, it can help. Yeah. What is it? I don't really know anything about that. I've heard of it, though. It's just a good fat, basically. Okay. And it helps with progesterone support in the second two weeks of your cycle. So I often give evening primrose oil for the second half of the cycle. Okay. Yeah, and it can help. it soften the cer- cervix a bit? Because I remember when mm. I was pregnant that, um, I heard that women before. would, you could like break the capsule and insert it like oh God, right up to your vagina just before giving birth because it will soften yeah. the kind of cervix. I did it. Do you know what's so funny? I love hormones. I love fertility. I'm like, I can get you pregnant. I don't care anymore what happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> I have like yeah. no inches in pregnancy and pediatrics. Really interesting. No, it's so funny. I suppose because I'm obviously not pregnant. I yeah. think obviously when I get pregnant, fingers crossed down the line, I'll be absolutely yeah. obsessed and I'll be, but it's just not something I'm like, oh my God, no way. I never knew that. Like you're. I like, think yeah. it's amazing because you're, it was just like in my head when I got pregnant. Of course, I, I don't think I thought about it before I did get pregnant. And I just well, actively wanted to have like a really healthy pregnancy and a really healthy labor. I didn't want to be scaremonger because it's so common in Ireland for women to, um, you know, get like the epidural mm-hmm. for labor and like just be so scared about labor. And, you know, it's known as the worst thing ever and most painful thing. But like, I was like, why would we be made to give birth if it's so traumatic? You know, yeah, it's, it has to be in your head. So I kind of just looked up any like natural little thing like shoving it's literally what you're designed to do yeah mm. and raspberry leaf tea I was Yay, drinking that yeah, kind yeah. of so it's kind of like I was preparing my insides you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and um that was just but again like arming myself with that knowledge same with like if I did that before my periods maybe I wouldn't be as fucked <laughs> in the head but um <laughs> yeah it kind of just helped me kind of you know, remove myself from my body and from the, because it's really scary when you have, when you get pregnant, you're, you're like, there's literally one way for this thing to get out. <laughs> Unless like, you know, uh, uh, cesarean, but like, you know, it's quite scary to think that, you know, you have yeah, to at least first try the pushing. And um, yeah, so I just kind of arm myself with knowledge and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of lost with um, periods and our health like that, yeah. because we're so used to just be like stopping it. It's, yeah. and if you're told, when you're younger to just go on the pill mm-hmm. like then we're, we kind of it's really embedded in us from an early age that like we shouldn't be having periods mm-hmm. or something or that the pill helps your periods yeah the big thing that my concern is is that they women are told period pain is normal or you know pmt it's normal i'm like no it's common okay. it's not normal do okay. you know what i mean it's mm. a sign your body is trying to tell you something mm-hmm. just because we all get it doesn't mean that's the way it's meant to be okay do you know that kind yeah, of okay. way so especially really like and some people Again, I'm not like I feel like I'm bashing doctors at all. I'm I'm not at all. I always say to clients like sometimes they come to me quite disheartened, and I'm like, the GP sitting in front of you is trained so hard to be where they are. They spend thousands and thousands of euro. Like they want to help people. That's why they're GP. Mm-hmm. So it's not their fault. They have nothing else to give you. Do you know the way? Yeah. That when you're 15 and you're in bits with your skin or heavy periods, all they have to give you is the pill. It's the system that's wrong. So basically, a lot of women come. They're like, oh, it's just normal. Like take a Ponson or take Nurofen or take what like women are doubled over, can't go to work, they're in that much pain. In mm-hmm. that sense, you need to get that investigated. Like endometriosis is another hormonal issue. Yeah. Um, and that often gets masked for years and years and years because it's just misdiagnosed as period pain or even IBS, it can affect digestion as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it takes nine years to be get an endometriosis diagnosed in Ireland. Like it's That's just... Great. And then doesn't it get, it gets worse it gets the worse. longer it's undiagnosed? Because yeah. it's like, it, what is endometriosis again? So it is, it's not quite the same as like PCOS and like hypothalamic it's like a hormonal issue. It's actually almost like, they don't really know the root cause. It can be genetic, it can be auto, autoimmune and it's tissue in the lining of the uterus that grows. 
Now, estrogen makes it worse. Remember that estrogen makes things grow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you start menstruating, once you get your first period, the estrogen being produced by your body can feed that tissue, essentially. Okay. Feed is a strong word, but you know what I mean? And make that worse. Um, so... I mean, if you went vegan and ate nothing with, you know, cow's milk or anything, you'd still have endo. So it's like diet isn't always the root cause of it, but it causes extreme pain in women. It can cause really, really bad, like heavy periods. And as well, the medical treatment is a laparoscopy. So they go in and they'll actually take away that tissue. Oh, Um, it's meant to be very painful, I think, isn't it? Yeah. But this is where I think the system kind of fails women with endo because, yes, step one, get rid of the tissue but you're genetically disposed to having endo. So unless you address, you know, the Eastern side of things, most of the tissue grows back again for certain people. I have a client, they've had three, four, five, six laparoscopies. Because you have to do both. Like if I, someone comes to me with endo, I'm like, go and get the lap and then come to me. I would never treat them just for nutrition. No, you need to do both together. Like that's one thing you need to come out of kind of guns blazing from medical point of view and then like the natural point of view then as well. And then is that similar to fibroids as well? Fibroids are different. Fibroids are from too much estrogen yeah that's like hormone issues yeah and it can cause really really like really heavy periods really painful periods yeah yeah Yeah. but they obviously kind of probably feels the same because it's similar with endometriosis and it's like really heavy periods extreme pain it sounds horrible Mm. i've heard of some i knew some girls with it and they were like it's usually a lot of the time the girls who are like out of school for like a week before their period yeah you know that way that they're just have such bad cramps yeah so crazy um so two more questions because we've actually covered so many of them uh why do i still get pms while on a hormonal contraception it's a side effect of the contraceptive drug. Okay. Yeah. So I remember that used to freak me out when I was on the pill as well. I was like, all my symptoms, like, because it was like, I, if I was ever like afraid I was pregnant, I'd look up like symptoms. It was like sore boobs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're all the same symptoms that I have before I have my yeah. period. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like the same way your own hormones work. It's like a buildup of the hormones and then it drops and you get that release. So mm. it's the same as being on the, the pill, synthetic drugs that give you those side effects so that's like sore boobs a bit of weight gain weight gain water yeah. tension even constipation sometimes people get before their period is yeah. really common yeah um it's just side effect of being on interesting yeah. it's not like it's hard to treat that because yeah. i'm like what can you do you're taking the drug that causes it or so. the, i get a lot of people asking me like i've low libido what will i do i'm on the pill and i'm like sorry deal <laughs> with it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or come off the pill yeah it's so and it's so because i'm just so black and white with people like i don't try and be like take these herbs they'll yeah. be brilliant i'm not gonna like give yeah. people something i don't think that should <laughs> yeah no like i'm like oh sorry like um and then the last one uh tips for coming off the pill when it was prescribed for acne yes so we kind of touched on this earlier mm-hmm. um again i'm thinking i literally declined before i came here for the exact same thing and Address diet first. So how much cow's milk are you having? How much green veg are you having? There's a big thing at the moment, skin Acumax. <clears throat> I've heard of that. A lot of the like, you know, facial salons and stuff will sell skin Acumax. It's so expensive, mm. which I'm always just so heartbroken for. Cause I'm like, if you had bad acne, you would spend any amount of money. I know. I'd be like, I can fix it for 500 euro. You're like, okay, here's yeah. all my money. Like, and the, they, it's so much trial and error from oh what God. I see. Like, because yeah. one thing can work for one person. That's yeah. why it's such a big multi-million mm. yeah, dollar industry as well. Like, is it correct about, um, I remember reading this in Gillian McKeith's book back in the day that um, if you get like, like different parts of the face, is because like say Different if it's chin it's body. like hormonal yeah it's coming from somewhere is that true i don't know i feel like take that with a grain of salt kind of thing yeah like, yeah because they're like that's chin that's is phrase, take it with a grain of salt isn't it yeah yeah maybe it's anyone who comes into yeah. this studio yeah. they're like, like um so i love like ayurveda medicine as well so as my mom being a herbalist we look at ayurveda and they do that whole thing face mapping and they'll kind of mm-hmm. say the forehead is more liver and you know cheek jawline is kind of more hormones testosterone mm-hmm. sometimes you would see like i see kind of 11 12 13 year olds 
girls who haven't had their period and they've a lot of like acne on their forehead and they have a really poor diet so you can look at like liver which would be very much linked together yeah. so I can't say yeah it's not like scientifically proven yeah but you kind of would like you know um testosterone you'll normally see it all around the jawline and mm. where do you get your breakouts for your period it's around your chin yeah. and your mouth so yes but I don't know how like you know scientifically yeah. accurate or like is. I know mm. if I've been like drinking loads I always get them on my cheek and apparently that's like diet Kidneys around here yeah yes. like if I've been on a, a heavy weekend on the the wine I always <laughs> will get one like there I'm like great the worst place for yeah. me fantastic um, what was it? oh so, sorry skin acumax basically yeah. skin acumax is a massive supplement at the moment really really expensive people are literally selling their granny to get it and uh, <laughs> the magic ingredient in acumax thing called dim and dim is the extract that's found in leafy green veg. So it's in your oh. kale, it's in broccoli, it's in cabbage, it's in Brussels sprouts, it's in um, like turnips and radish as well, randomly, even though they're not your leafy greens. And the way I describe them to my clients is they come along and they'll pick up extra hormones that shouldn't be in your system and then they drive it down to your gut and then you have to pull it out. So you have mm-hmm. to make sure you're not constipated, okay? And you have to make sure you're getting enough of these greens in. This is for acne, mm-hmm. right? So if you're someone who suffers with acne and a green vegetable never passes your lips, this is your first problem. Do you know that kind yeah. of way? Because that's how your body breaks down these hormones long term. Okay. So um, for clients who want to come off the pill, like I said earlier, I put them on a plan for like four weeks first. Just get them changing their diet. Maybe some supplements add in. Like for example, the zinc I was talking about earlier, which is so important for skin and you're on the pill, which depletes it. Um, and just get them to get into a good routine first. The biggest thing that breaks my heart with being people who are putting the pill for skin. So Yasmin and Dianette are two of the most common ones. They are amazing for skin people's yeah. skin gorgeous right but the way they work is number one they reduce your androgens which is your testosterone okay. and number two is they reduce oil production so if your skin is less oily it's not going to get blocked but the problem is we need oil just to nourish our skin so mm-hmm. if you can imagine your body has to work so hard even just to make the smallest amount of oil then you come off the pill and your body's still working that hard it hasn't got the memo relax on your grand like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it overproduces a lot of people who are on the pill have dry skin and then they come off and they're like oh my god I have oily skin I've never had oily skin like none of their products or makeup they don't know how to even do their makeup oh, yeah. anymore everything right? would be so different and with the testosterone and the angines and the way that works is I'm like do you know when you clean your bedroom we just feck everything in the wardrobe and like it's clean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh but, yeah but like it's not clean right yeah it's kind of like that so it mops up testosterone I'm doing like inverted commas really yeah. <laughs> but um when you come off the pill it's like you open the wardrobes and that will surge afterwards so a lot of people their skin looks great they're off the pill about six months and then it flares it's six okay. months later right and it will usually the testosterone will surge for about t- 12 months so that's what I'm kind of prepping people for I'm like look it's going to be inevitable usually but we can manage it as best we can okay a lot of people actually get diag- or misdiagnosed I should say with PCOS during this time as well because testosterone mm. is high so okay. they lose their periods they might get one or two periods coming off the pill and then testosterone surges and their body's like freaked being like too much testosterone and you might get mm. things like your acne you'll have a regular period you'll have testo- high testosterone on a blood test and it looks like PCOS oh, but God. I would call it post-pill PCOS it will only last for about 12 months and then usually comes down naturally or like we try to speed it up using herbs and and that's so interesting because probably like when they ask you I can imagine like getting your bloods are probably like are you on the hormonal pill and you're like no so then they're like yeah. they're not thinking like oh but yeah. I came off it six exactly. months ago yeah. you know that way yeah. so I guess it's, yeah. if you are in that position to make sure to if you're getting tests like yeah. disclose that information as well completely yeah or like a lot of women come to me and they're trying to get pregnant and then they're like oh my god I have PCOS I never had PCOS especially people who've never had any issues with the hormones before they went on the pill and all of a sudden they come off and they've PCOS they're like sorry like, like put me back in the pill yeah like where did this <laughs> even come from so then what's the problem with that is they're offered being offered like fertility drugs then do you know what I mean like the Clomid which stimulates ovulation not realizing that actually now you just need to fix testosterone it's yeah. not your and um, it's more fake yeah 
Exactly. Drugs so that no we're putting in our body. Yeah. yeah, it's like just get to the root of the problem rather than they haven't figured out what's causing. And it you're basically. not pushing your body to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're not. Well, you're not allowing your body to ovulate naturally, or you know, getting yeah. all that. You know, it's like you're a machine inside you. It's like get that mm-hmm. working well. Mm-hmm. And if there if there is something, I guess that is stopping it working well, then you can attack that. But like instead of just being like, here's another plaster to cover the wound, exactly. just keep yeah. putting yeah. Pl- polyfiller on the crack on the wall. You mm, know that yeah. way. So it's interesting. So yeah. interesting. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. We covered so much. Thank you so much, yeah, Ashley. No that Thank was, you so much for having. Oh my god, it was fun. so interesting. I know. I'm gonna be coming down to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll come. Maybe we could do a little review, review then. Yeah. yeah. Follow up. Totally. That'd be great. I need to sort out my my room. Just make sure she's she's thriving. Yeah. <laughs> She's Definitely. screaming at me right now. <laughs> She's like, help me. Uh, but thanks so much, Ashley, no for coming problem. down. Thank you. Thank you. And if anyone wants to find Ashley on Instagram, it's AOK Nutrition. Yeah. Yes. And you're based in Port Marnock. I am. We've loads yeah. of Port Marnock and Malahide gals. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. And you yeah. also um, use social media to talk about this stuff yes. as well. You have I like do. highlights and stuff. Yeah. So go follow. Go follow. AOK. Yeah. AOK. It's such a great name. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. so fun to say. But thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.